the person who gets the most done has the least excuses. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Millionaire Woman Show. I'm your host, Deborah Kozowski, and today, as always, we have fabulous guests from around the world who inspire, motivate, and educate you so you can take steps into action and achieving those dreams that you hold so dearly. Today, I have Jenna Dancy. She has always loved marketing and advertising. She spent the last decade plus in PR, sales, marketing, and coaching. Jenna has an online space since long before digital downloads and evergreen masterclasses. And she's talking since coaches were printing and mailing binders as info products. I have some of those info products. <laughs> These days, Jenna specializes in lead generation, messenger marketing campaigns, also known as Facebook Messenger or chatbots which helps coaches step away from their computers while continuously growing their client list. While tech implementation of bots sounds intimidating, Jenna makes marketing strategy super approachable and regularly sees her clients booking more calls, selling more courses, and interacting with more potential followers, all without being hooked to their phone 24-7. As a trained yoga teacher, certified health coach, Jenna loves holistic way of living, which is why automation, quick wins for life and business are so important to her. She's also a mom of three, raising her barefoot littles on a 119 acre homestead in New Hampshire, loves gardening and is an aspiring beekeeper. Wow, welcome Jenna to the show. Uh, Deborah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you today. Well, you know, it's so cool to see how your evolution has brought you to where you are. Can you start off by just telling us a little bit how you even got started in the online marketing world? Absolutely. And this is something I wish I could go back and almost restart knowing what I already know now, but it's all a learning journey, right? So when I got started, I bought my first domain name in 2009. So it's been quite some time since that has happened. And the whole online space, I feel like has transformed multiple times since then. And my, my start was actually into affiliate marketing. I was learning Google AdWords right from the source. It was uh, my senior year at college at Penn State. And I got to participate in a challenge where Google actually gave us $300 to spend on an advertising campaign. And then we got to write up a re marketing report, send it to Google and get it, um, get advice from them about what they would have done differently. And my team that I was on, we ended up ranking in, in the top of all of the students participating in this across the country. So it was really exciting to see how our efforts really paid off. So I thought, why not try this on my own? But it was before I knew about list building and the importance of collecting email addresses. And, and there was so much that I just wish I would have known. And that totally transformed um, my, my interest into marketing. I've always been a lover of health and wellness too, mainly from my own personal health challenges that I've went through 
but marketing has always been kind of that backbone of, of what intrigues me about the online space. And my, my interest in messenger happened not too long ago. It was about two years ago. And I was at a point in my business where I was starting to have some high, high end clients I was working with. And, but I was still kind of struggling to either make as much to cover my expenses or actually turn a profit each month. So I was on that borderline, that tipping point. And I remember I logged into Facebook and our Facebook page inboxes are really not that intuitive in terms of design and where to find notifications. And I remember seeing a notification and I read it and it was from a client who was excited to take me on as a one-on-one coach. And I was thrilled as I started typing back to her. And I realized the message was from a few weeks before that. (laughs) So I had totally missed the boat. I I started my conversation with her like, I'm so sorry, I'm just seeing this, but I would love to support you. And of course, she had already moved on. She found somebody else to support her, unfortunately, but I learned a very valuable lesson. I knew there had to be a way to manage that Facebook inbox in a way that was both supportive to my clients, but also you know, my my love of more of a freedom-based business. So I didn't want to have to be tied to that inbox and checking it 24-7, just like email, right? So I found Messenger and the way to set up some automations to free up some of my time, but also be able to connect with my audience and get them the resources or information that they're looking for. And Deborah, I don't know if you find this as well, but it's almost like we've transformed to this instant gratification (laughs) culture with many things. So I'm able to provide them those answers really, really quickly, which is what they're looking for. So here you had a missed opportunity that now has turned into a business opportunity because you saw the gap. So what do you see the future of Messenger when when you think of what you're doing now? Because I know some people, there, I know some friends of mine even, they're leery about using Messenger because they feel that that's where people get hacked. Can you share a little bit on some of the insight about that? Definitely. And one of the biggest things I see that come up, Deborah, is usually these are stemming from a bad experience that we've had. And I will tell you, I've had some pretty bad experiences from marketers inside of Messenger. And the way that I like to teach how to use Messenger is to really um, add your personality to it and to not come off as spammy or robotic and updating you know, any kind of default replies. So that either they sound like you or taking those off and actually adding options for people to work through instead of like, sorry, Jenna's not here right now, but she'll check back in later, but actually making it a, a little more personal, including gifts, voice memos, other really neat things that you can do. So if you're thinking messenger is just for spammy marketing, there's, there's a totally different way to do it. And I find that if you're, if you're somebody that's, you know, you're doing what you're doing because you have a passion for it or a mission to serve, then there is a way that you can integrate your personality and show up authentically inside of Messenger and forget about the other stuff. And is it only for the business page or can it be used personally as well? clarify here, when we're talking about setting up these automations, I am talking about your business page. We all have that messenger opportunity inside of our, our personal pages, but this is a lot where you, um, you're reaching out organically. Either you're using it with your family, maybe your friends, 
but you're not necessarily doing business in there. Some people do, and it's more people that have a, an organic strategy. But what I'm talking about with the automation side, it all happens inside of your page messenger. You know, it fascinates me when you started doing that because I, I realized that, you know, many business pages that I've gone to, even groups, you know, there's only a few, I think there was a spray tan company that I've seen that had an automatic automation that says, we'll get back to you, you know, we're busy serving a client versus being able, like you just said, that you could send someone a gift. It could be a one page strategy sheet. It could be, you know, a little video to go to, to watch until they reach you. And if that's the first connection, it'd be, hey, welcome to the business page or whatnot. And I, I think that's fascinating. So what's the best way to get started? So the, the simplest thing to do, in my opinion, is if you've ever gone to a Facebook page and you see Messenger pop up automatically, that's called a Messenger greeting. And they've turned that option on on their Facebook page and they've set up the greeting to add a little personality to their page. And often whenever then you click get started, you can either just start the conversation or they might have an automation set up to back up that button. So whenever you click on get started, like you had mentioned, it could send a free download. It could lead them to a free training. It could opt them into your messenger so that you can follow up later. There's so many things that you can do with that one option. And it starts growing your messenger list because what's really neat on your, your Facebook page for your business, you can actually create almost, almost like you have your email list. You can have your messenger list. So with inside of Messenger, when you want to reach out to more people, you can broadcast to this list, very similar to how you would send an email broadcast. And a lot of this terminology can, can cross between email and Messenger. But we want to remember, it's likely that they're only subscribed to a few businesses in Messenger and you get to be one of them when they opt in, right? So we, we want to keep it very personal. We can still be professional, but we want to be mindful that they're they're reading it on their phone, right? Your screen only has so many characters that it can hold. So if you've ever texted with a friend and apologized for sending a novel <laughs> in your text message, it's almost like that in Messenger. So we want to keep the messages shorter, actionable, engaging for them. So getting that Messenger greeting turned on is a really great first step for somebody. You know, it fascinates me. And the other thing I want to ask is, you know, a lot of businesses have started Facebook groups so that they can interact with clients. Does Facebook Messenger integrate with, with that as well? Or are they considered two separate silo entities? I love this because Facebook groups can be so valuable for growing your business and you know, elevating yourself as the expert in what you're teaching. So I love integrating Messenger with Facebook groups. And the way to do this, because they're not necessarily connected, is inside of like inside of my clients, whenever I set up, say, like a welcome post in their Facebook group, we include a link to their messenger to deliver some extra either bonus training or freebie or extra goodie to incentivize them to click on the link so that they get opted into their messenger. And what's nice about that is 
if you go live in your group on a regular basis, you can set up what they call a one-time notification. So whenever you go live in your Facebook group, right before you go live, you can send a, a message to your messenger list and say, hey, I'm going live, come join me in the Facebook group. So you'll get more eyes on your live videos and you can also follow up with a replay link. That can be really powerful. And I, and I know that you have, what health check quiz that people can check their messenger? Yes. So if you're curious about messenger and maybe you've been testing it out or maybe you're brand new, I have a quiz that can walk you through the next steps to where to go first. So you can find that at chatbotsunlocked.com slash quiz. And it's about 10 questions. So it only takes a few minutes to go through and it, you'll get the result of where you are and where you can go next with Messenger. That's fabulous. So what's the difference between using Messenger and the traditional email marketing? So I, I believe 100% that email is here to stay. I know some people who love Messenger will tell you otherwise, but I think it's such a valuable tool to have you know, you have your own asset with your email list, right? So we wanna keep that and we wanna keep growing that asset for our business. However, what makes Messenger stand out is the open rates. So typically, and this is industry average. So you may find numbers are, your numbers are a little bit higher for your open rates, but average across industries, it's about 15 to 20% of people will actually open your email that are on your email list. So it doesn't leave a lot of wiggle room here for growth if you're just starting with your email list, right? Mm -hmm. And inside of Messenger, what's really cool is these average numbers are 88 to 90% open rates. So if we're looking at, um, just to keep math easy <laughs> for us today, Deborah, and your audience, if you have 100 people on your email list, that means about 15 or 20 of them will open it, your email. If you're looking at Messenger, if you have 100 people, out of those same 188 to 90 per 90 of them are going to see your message. So that's a huge opportunity there to really get eyes on whatever you're offering or teaching or sharing. And the click through rates are also really important to consider. And I find that you'll be in this in the online space no matter what your niche is or or what you teach. We, we have these gurus in our industries, right? That are, you, you know, you have the goals to be them one day. And I find that if you're getting started or maybe you've been doing this for a while, but you're not having a huge audience just yet, it can be a little frustrating whenever you see this guru over here having you know, a six-figure launch and you're struggling to make your first $100,000 or not 100,000, but $1,000, right? And typically they have these huge email lists that these numbers, you know, they're still only having about 15 to 20% of people open their list, but that's a lot more people on their email list, right? So if you're getting started, Messenger is a really wonderful way to see a bigger impact with your messages. So how does someone build that email list? Is there a way to build it using Messenger and Facebook strategy? Yes. So the way that I love teaching how to build on Messenger is actually a way to 
collect, uh, well, I won't say collect, but, <laughs> but grow a, a list on Messenger and your email list simultaneously. And there's several platforms to work within these automations. I love one called ManyChat, and it's great because it's free up until a certain amount of subscribers. So if you're brand new or just wanting to test the waters here, you can do this with a very low investment of free, right? <laughs> and then the, the starting plan is about $10 a month. So it's not a huge commitment for you to give this a try and test it for your business. But when you have the pro plan inside of ManyChat, you can actually have their email address pop up automatically in your messenger flow. And when they click on it, that automatically syncs them over to your email list. So it's pretty cool, the automation behind the scenes. It's a little confusing to talk you through <laughs> instead of walking you through in case you're just listening to the podcast side of this today. Um, but it's a really great way to do that. Um, another way to grow both your messenger and your email list simultaneously, if you're not so techie or maybe you don't want to invest in the pro plan just yet, is I like to put an option to opt into my messenger on my email thank you pages. So when somebody opts in for your freebie, they land on your thank you page and you can put a link there to join you inside of messenger. And, you know, there's some people will just go click on that button, but I like to incentivize it a little bit by providing something extra special. Like here's an extra sheet sheet or checklist or bonus training that you can only get inside of my messenger. Does that help? Absolutely. And you know what? I think about the gifts that we can give people, you know, and I think people think it has to be this rocket science, big course that, you know, you're giving away for free. And it takes one nugget of information to shift your business, to, to accelerate you in and shifting a perspective of getting different results. So checklists are very valuable. I know years ago, I read um, the checklist manifesto with a tool Gawande and, you know, it really shifted the way I thought about checklists because we don't know what we don't know. And it could just be this one tip that you get from someone. So when you, for all of our listeners and the viewers here on YouTube, when you're thinking about creating that free gift, or you want to continue having that funnel of building interest and delivering value, because you're here to serve, to think about checklists, to think about iconographics and things like that. And, you know, they can be very much inexpensively designed. You know, we have Upwork, we have Fiverr, we have all these different platforms offering freelance. And it's just up to you to be able to screen through and find out who it is that you truly want. So Jenna, you know, one of the things that when we think about automation, people think that they miss the people part of automation because it feels so programmed or robotic. What, what do you suggest to people so it doesn't, so it has that personality, like you said? Yes, and real quick before I, I touch on this question, I do want to go back to what you said about that one thing, because I find that so important. And many of us, we overcomplicate what we're providing because we just want to give them everything because we want them to, to really get the results and the goals that they're looking to achieve, right? But if we just do one thing, you don't know how much of a difference that one line or one tip or one checklist um one piece on your checklist can provide for them. And now personally, actually, Deborah, you, you wouldn't know this, but one of the things that really makes me 
decide on investing in my business now is whether it's a course, whether it's a freebie, whether it's a training, whether it's anything. The one question I ask myself is, would it impact my business if I just get one more thing out of it, out of whatever I'm looking at buying or investing in? Because that really can be the one thing that shifts your mindset. It could shift your business. It could change everything for you. So while, you know, there are some other things I want to make sure that I go over before I invest in my business, that's really the key for me is, is there one thing I'm going to learn from this that can change it? Yeah. So um, to... <laughs> Yeah, and to go into your, your other question about automation, what, what I find is oftentimes, especially if you're so if you're service driven, you're purpose driven, you're looking to show up for your audience, it can feel a little weird to automate. And I say look at some of the alternatives too. And I've tried, I've tried so many things to still have the impact that I want to have but spend less time, you know, connected to my phone. And number one, think about, is it truly serving your audience if you're getting frustrated with the technology or if you're not showing up doing your best work and working in your genius zone? And the other question is, is you hiring somebody to go into your messenger necessarily going to be your same voice that you need? And oftentimes it's not, they're not going to say something how you would say it, they might say something totally different or off-putting. And so when we use these little automations, what's nice is you can kind of capture yourself and put it into messenger so that when somebody is experiencing your brand, especially if you're a coach, a course creator, a thought leader, it's really you as the personal brand. You want it to be your voice, right? You want it to sound like you all of the time, if possible. So having the automation lets you do that versus you know, them interacting with somebody else, maybe that you're, you're hiring to do some of this work for you or having delays, having to wait for you to get back to them or respond. So for me, I think adding the automation makes a huge difference. So how do people get over the fear then of the techie part of automation? Yeah, so it is scary, right? When we're learning something new for the first time, but I guarantee that whatever you are teaching right now in your business, you had to do that at one time for the first time, right? So whether, you know, you teach on creating courses, you had to create your first course, whether you teach on losing weight, you had to go through the process of losing weight, whether you teach on um, knitting or crocheting, you had to pick up your needles for the first time and learn how to do that, right? So it's okay. And feel free to give yourself some grace, give yourself time to learn it and don't have the expectation that it has to be perfect from the beginning. And even if you just do one thing with your messenger, you are steps ahead where you were yesterday, right? So having that, that ease and that grace to learn this and implement is really important with the fear and just telling yourself, these are all things that we just tell ourselves, right? So whether, whether you need to meditate on it just for a few minutes, whether you need to journal on it, whether you just need to get your hands dirty with in being inside of the, the automation and playing with it, whatever you need to do, just do it. So, you know, we've talked a lot about messenger. I'm going to switch gears here for, for a minute. Uh, what has been your greatest challenge in having an online business? 
Oh, this is, I just got chills thinking <laughs> about this because everybody, I feel like so many of us have gone through such a transition in the last year or so. And everything really shifted for me last March. I am somebody, one of my top five strengths is empathy. And that is, I find so hard to showcase online because everybody is, you know, you're just don't know what you don't know. You can't reach out and hug somebody. You can't really connect face to face. I mean, we're on Zoom, but it's so different. And so one big challenge that I've had to face recently is discovering, almost rediscovering how to showcase myself. I did a lot of public speaking before everything shut down. Uh, last year, I think I had four different public speaking events lined up and I, I was so excited for them. And it was almost like the dreaded waiting, 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 waiting to find out if it was going to happen or not. And all of them ended up being canceled. And what happened was I was able to shift how I showed up because online empathy, you know, you can get that with some copywriting, but it's also very important for video as well. So I was able to shift and start showing up more on video, even though it's a little difficult with the three littles I've got running around. It's almost like as soon as mommy grabs her phone to go live, that's whenever everything happens <laughs> that I've got to attend to, but I was able to find time. And with that being said, if, if, you know, video is something that's important to you or even audio is finding time for yourself to show up and do this. And for me, that actually looked like going live on my Facebook page a lot of times at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning, because I knew nobody would be up <laughs> and nobody would bother me <laughs> or come interrupt my live and have some sort of embarrassing moment, which is totally fine if it happens anyways. But it was just my way to do it because most people watch the replays anyways. So I don't think I ever had anybody show up live for me, but hundreds of people watch the replays later. So it's just um, being able to showcase your strengths, I think is really important in online business. And sometimes we have to get a little creative to do that. Yeah. And you know, you said that in true entrepreneur style, totally. Like you get up at different times, you do things at times that nobody else does just for the love of doing what you do. And, you know, how do you manage that work-life balance? You know, you have the three littles and, you know, you are an aspiring beekeeper, which is really cool. I'm sure we can dig into learning more about that too. So how do you manage so I find that balance is a word that I used to say a lot and I no longer say because I think that it's not, the goal isn't really balance, right? As an entrepreneur, are we ever really going to be 50% here and 50% there? No, there's this, this ebb and flow. So there's some seasons where I am connected more. I am working heavily on my business, whether it's a new program I'm, I'm launching or I need to really strategize what my year looks like. I'm going to be more into my business business and need some time to have either, you know, a family member or somebody else come in and spend time with my little ones. And also, I think it is really important to step back and step away from the computer for at least 10 minutes every day, whether that's going out for a quick walk, um, going out and sitting outside, um, whether it's just doing something that takes you out of, out of your business so that you can still have that creative flow. 
And automation has played a huge role for me in this. And not just on Messenger, but it's things like scheduling, pre-scheduling social media posts, having somebody come in and, and schedule those for me. I noticed that I love writing my copy but I am terrible at actually scheduling it and posting it. So I have somebody that I, I found on Upwork and what she does is once I send her my social posts, she schedules them all out for me in a platform. So I don't have to do that step. And it doesn't cost me a lot each week to do that. And so it's these little things that are going to make big impacts for you. Because if I don't post on social media, I, I can't necessarily attract new clients, right? To work with. So I need to make sure I'm showing up in a, in a way that makes sense to me. Yeah. And to stay top of mind, you know, people think, oh, I'll drop off Facebook for like six months and then pop back on. You know, when I think of recessions, when I think of COVID, you know, if people aren't staying consistent in their business, in their marketing efforts, when, when the turn goes upward, you're not going to be top of mind. They're going to wonder if you're still in business. So it's really important to stay consistent with all of the posting, all of the newsletters to have your videos and share with the world because that's what they want. They want to hear from you. And if you do it on a regular basis, what a time that works for you, it's going to make an impact. So one of the things, uh, what are the platforms that you are using right now when it comes to social media posting? I know that there's a few out there. What are the ones that you see? Because someone asked me today, actually, does scheduling posts affect the algorithm? Yeah, this is such a good question. And one thing that I actually, I just recently posted this on my own Instagram where I'm not going to let the algorithm decide my business for this year. I'm going to show up the best I can in a way that really attracts my audience. If we are so worried about the algorithm, we're worried about something that may or may not impact our business, where we could be spending those thoughts and that time on something that was truly going to make a difference, mm -hmm. right? So I'm not saying that it doesn't impact. I'm not saying that it can't, it shouldn't be a focus or a priority. I'm just saying that I think that's a totally different shift of thinking about other ways that you can really be there and shine for your audience. But I love pre-scheduling. I use something called Meet Edgar. And this platform, it lets you recycle your content. So you can actually um, pre-write some content. Like in one of my Facebook groups, every Wednesday, we're talking about wins. So I want my group to share a win. So I have five or six different posts that it can rotate through and post every single Wednesday at 2 p.m. So I'm not in there pre-scheduling that every single week. It's just done for me. You can schedule other things each week with Meet Edgar, but I also use something called Later, and I use that a lot with um, Instagram. Mm -hmm. And there's another platform I use for Pinterest. It's called Tailwind, and this basically lets you recycle your Pinterest pins and pre-schedule pinning them. So it really helps you keep that Pinterest audience, but you're not necessarily in there going into Pinterest multiple times a day like they recommend. So there's a few different things I use. And I'd say just look at, if you're trying to figure out where to start, think about where you show up the most. So don't try to do Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, everything all at once. Pick one, do it well and then expand on that. 
powerful message because we spread ourselves so thin that we're not having the same impact as when you master one. So what would be your greatest um, word of advice that you'd like to leave our listeners with about when it comes to tackling Facebook Messenger and how they can integrate it and make it a powerful force in their business? So I'd say one thing is first, you have to figure out what you want to showcase on Facebook Messenger, right? So think about what people are reaching out to you already for in Messenger? Is it that you're finding people are wanting to book a call with you? Are they asking questions about a service that you provide? Are they trying to find out your products you offer? So think about that and create a message that is an automatic response to, to answer there. So I like to say, usually there's a couple things, right? So maybe in your business, if you have a coaching business, you offer a discovery call for somebody to find out if they're a good fit to work with you. Uh, maybe you have a package, a coaching package that you provide. And then maybe you have a almost like a uh, done for you type of program where they're doing it on their own. So you could create a menu that says, can I help you with and then like a little pointy button if you're we're using emojis. And then in the links, include a link to book a call with you, include a link for more information about your coaching package, and then include a link about your actual product they can purchase. And as simple as that, like I, I never knew that Facebook Messenger could do these powerful things. So thank you for enlightening me today. Been very, very interesting. My brain's just on fire. And I'm sure our listeners are like, oh my gosh, I could do this, I could do this, I can do this. And it would be like, so how can people stay in touch with you? I have, I have a couple more questions, but just so people know how they can stay in touch with you, connect with you, so that they can learn more about how this works or want to hire you. Absolutely. So you can connect with me on Instagram. I'm over there at Freedom Funnels. And I'm also on there as the Jenna Dancy. And that one you'll find more of like my homesteading life and the beekeeping and, and other things. But Freedom Funnels is where I talk mainly about messenger automation and sales funnels. Um, you can also find me online at jennadancy.com. And I definitely encourage you to take the messenger quiz. It's chatbotsunlock.com slash quiz. And you'll get some results to, that are more tailored to where you are in business, especially with Messenger, so that you can use it to impact where you are. Thank you for serving the audience so much with that. My, my last couple questions revolve on just a personal note. What is one book that has transformed your life? Something that in that book just stood out for you? Oh, geez. This is such a hard one to recognize. Audible subscription, and I listen to about three books a month, <laughs> typically. Not so many as as I haven't been driving as much the last year. But oh gosh, I think the one that has really impacted me the most is "Start with Why." Um, that was one that really made a big difference for me because it's really people don't necessarily care about the the features of what you're doing, but they care about why you're doing it. So making sure that shined in my business was really important to me, especially as we had talked about a little bit this episode, Messenger has a little bit of a, 
a yucky feeling to it, right? If you're thinking about just automating, but if we're sharing why that we're adding automation in an authentic way, I think makes a big difference. It's because that we chose to do a business, not so we could work 24 seven, but so that we could enjoy more of our passions and what we're doing and serve our clients in the best way. So I, I think that Start With Why is a wonderful book if you haven't read that yet. Yeah, and that's by Simon Sinek. For those of you who have not grabbed that book, Start With Why. And he has another one called Find Your Why as well. So what does it mean to you to live rich from the inside out? Oh, this is such a good thing to be considering um, in your business. And and actually, I um, recently, as I was sitting down for my 2021 goals, um, I feel like there's been a big shift in my business and probably many of our, us this year with our the listeners and where you may be even at in your, your life and your business, Deborah. But I think that we've all refound our priorities in the last year and what's most important. And that really showed up for my goal setting this year. And that shift is starting with a feeling. Mm -hmm. So when I actually wrote my goals for this year, the first thing that I wrote, it wasn't anything about income. It wasn't anything about achieving X, Y, Z. What it was, was I want to wake up and I want to feel excited about my business. I want to have a fire me about what I'm doing. And if I'm not starting with that, when I'm looking at courses I'm creating, people I'm working with, then I know it's not going to be a fit for my business this year. So I think starting that way is really important. And the other thing that really fits into here is having time for you. I actually recent, well, not recently, but I'm I'm a trade yoga teacher and mindset and meditation work have been really important for me for quite a while. But as I started shifting into uh, a daily meditation practice, and I'm not saying that you have to meditate for like 20 or 30 minutes or an hour, but I spend at least five minutes every morning sitting quietly with my thoughts before I open my phone or my computer. And to me, that helps me really visualize where I'm going in my business, but also start the day more focused and with clarity. Because if we're not starting with clarity, there's a million different things that are trying to distract you from your vision. Mm -hmm. So we have to have total clarity as we're working towards our, our business goals and our life goals as well. I think that's so important, Jenna. You know, when people talk about, you know, what's the first thing you do in the morning? And it's interesting because in my, in my background, you know, I've worked with um, tobacco cessation and they talk about how soon do you pick up a cigarette, right? And it's the same thing with the phone. How soon do you pick up your phone in the morning? It is, it, is it the first five minutes of the day? I know, you know, setting alarms on it's one thing, but when you start and scrolling and checking everything, who liked what and did I miss something and, you know, I think based what you said is we really need to start, how do we want to focus our day versus what are we comparing ourselves to right away first thing in the morning or what are we missing out and oh, someone didn't like this and to really focus in on where it is we want to go. But I love how you said, I'm going to focus on a feeling. And one of uh, a episode in the past with Brian Riley from West Studio in Hamilton, Ontario, he talks about, you know, his studio, it's hashtag, it's a feeling. 
And what's very interesting about that, when you see it's a feeling altogether in that hashtag, the first word that stands out for you is safe. And it's just because of the way the words come together and you create a safety net for your business or your life when you start focusing on what matters most to you and that tapping into that feeling, how you want your day to go. So that meditation or silence or prayer or, you know, reading spirit scripture for some people, watching a motivational video, it's really about priming your day. And uh, thank you so much for re, you know, sharing with our listeners and our viewers that it truly is about building that focus. And thank you for sharing something that is, you know, it may have been around for a while, but I, I don't know if people know as much as they need to know that they could be leveraging some of these resources out there. So thank you for shedding light on the, on that as well. Oh, absolutely, Deborah. It's been so much fun talking with you and, and sharing this with your audience. And I think if it just has the impact on one of your listeners to let them know that it's okay to add automation and that they are able to free up their time, then what I've done today has made a huge difference. Absolutely. It has made an impact. Thank you everyone for joining us here on the Millionaire Woman Show. Please go over to my website as well at www.debrakazowski.com where you're going to get your three-part video course of making habits stick, building focus and consistency in what you want to do and get, knocking it out of the park so you can have that as your reality. Now, please rate, review, hit the bell so you don't miss a single episode of the Millionaire Woman Show. And you know what we would love, Jen and I would love for you to do? Take a snapshot of, you know, that, that you're listening to the Millionaire Woman Show, you're listening to this episode, tag us. We will share it in our stories. Put in what your favorite nugget of information is because we always like to know that we've made an impact. And feel free to DM if you want to share it that way as well. And, you know, it really is about making an impact. So please share with someone else. And that's how we continue to keep this show rolling. As Muhammad Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And on behalf of Jenna and myself, go out and make today great. Mm -hmm.